This podcast, number 14, is on a very sensitive subject, which is abuse. There are many, 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 many forms of abuse. It takes uh, many, many, many different shapes, and there are varying uh, intensities to it from mild to severe. Hello, my name is Steve Barham. I'm an 11-year emotional researcher. I am Happiness Today on Twitter for Happiness is No Charge, which is the name of my work. Well, in doing this, in thinking of what to do with this uh, podcast, uh, I have been triggered on uh, several things uh, in my own past uh, of abuse. I had a intimidating authoritarian stepfather and my mother really didn't give much support and so my mother and I have been estranged since 1972 I just never went back I was visiting them for a couple of weeks and things happened and after a week I left (laughs) I went back home And so uh, my my, my stepfather wasn't physically abusive, but he was emotionally intimidating and uh, that type of abuse. He was always putting me down. He uh, always thought of me uh, as a do-nothing punk, in his words. And so things like that hurt. So there's emotional pain and then there's physical pain but there's also psychological pain and even spiritual pain one of the biggest factors in any type of abuse is shock we do not feel like we deserve this and so it is a shock to us when it happens and many 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 times We feel betrayed and a lack of trust because this person uh, in authority over us isn't treating us well, okay? And there are varying levels of traits and varying levels of severity. It can be quite the hell. Fortunately, I was able to avoid that in that case, okay? There are other types of hell, other types of relationships, uh, which, can, which can be just as nasty. And a person can go through a lot of abuse. We take a lot of abuse. A negative action against us that hurts us in some way. A lessening of our self-esteem to unfortunately broken bones and other physical things. I have PTSD so I deal with pressure and so I get tension and I get strain and I get duress. When that continues it goes into stress and I can be bothered, annoyed, irritated, 
frustrated, agitated, aggravated, infuriated, uh, going into mad and anger. I can be in a hate-filled, furious rage, and I'm not here to confess anything, but uh, a person can ideate homicide when they are extremely stressed. And so that, that those are levels of hostility and violence comes out of hostility because people are fighting something that is giving them a pain. When that fails, we go into anxiety. We start being fearful. We start uh, worrying about things. We are not certain about things. Uh, we can end up in panic and terror-stricken and uh, in hysteria, overwrought and distraught. And when things are not resolved, we go down into victimhood and we start into depression range emotions of... Well, it can be anything from uh, victimhood down to apathy, where things are just pointless, meaningless, useless, etc. And I've, I've done podcasts on those. And if it continues, we go into the desire to escape and not be here because I'm invisible anyway. I might as well not be here. And I don't seem to matter. So, okay. Well, those can be done without personal abuse, but all of the traumatic pressure that we get from regular traumas, regular traumas, <laughs> you know, but even a disaster can destroy a person and they can feel lost. It doesn't have to be a deliberate act by a person, but it can be, unfortunately. I use fictitious alien names for examples. I use people from the planet X. Okay, so Zox, X-O-X, -X, is my hero in my uh, little examples. He's the good guy. And he's had some of this. Uh, Zorlab, X-O-R-L-A-B, is a guy who's uh, cocky, arrogant, belligerent, uh, minor to severe. He can be physical. It can, it can be just joking and pranks and stuff like that. But it can also be physical and... and uh, abusive that way. It can be psychological tricks. It can be psychological abuse. It, it can be gaslighting and projection and that sort of thing. And it can be very, very, very emotional. He wants Zox or his victim to be emotionally upset, etc. And so Zox has a lot of this uh, stuff uh, in his past and a lot of it is over a girl they both like. Her name is Zella, X-E-L-L-A. And uh, Zorlab has always given him grief and trouble and this, that, and the other thing. And it's not just Zorlab. There's other people. Well, Zox is a space explorer, and he's been to Earth. And, he, and, you know, one of my books is missing, and I think he beamed it up, and he's read it, and he's using the technique. Okay? 
And so how would Zox get at the shock, the feeling of betrayal, any pain and trauma, the stress of that, and any other negative emotions? Well, he would do the technique on them. Okay. Uh, number one, he would let, let's just keep it simple and just look at shock and betrayal because in betrayal there's a shock. Person didn't see it coming, and boy, you know who knew. Well, so there's shock when Zella betrays him and starts dating Zorlab, right? And Zorlab is all in your in his face and etc etc gloating etc etc and so Zox has a lot of these emotions and he feels betrayed and there's a ton of shock and he feels the emotional pain and stuff so how would how would Zox use the technique on this okay number one he would look at that and he would name it this is psychology supported and recommended you can look up how saying one word can stop a runaway emotion. Unfortunately, Zox finds that no matter what he names or how many times he names it, it doesn't work. I found that this step one doesn't work on its own. Okay, For me, it took two other steps. So Zox has two other steps that he's going to do because just naming that shock and betrayal wasn't working. And it didn't matter how many times he named it. Okay? So Zox does step two. Step two uh, involves this thing called emotional charge. And this is the energy in, of, and behind an emotion. Emotion means energy in motion. And when that energy cannot go anywhere, be moving, it bottles up. And so it becomes emotional charge. And that's where we get the term. Well, in order to, well, it, when he addresses it, it's now, see, the thing to do is to not look at it as shock and betrayal. Because that doesn't always work. The thing uh, I realized the thing Zox realized, okay, since he's he's the character in the story here, Zox realizes, oh, this is not shock and betrayal. This is shock and betrayal charge. It's the energy of the shock and the betrayal that Zox is feeling. That's the sensation. And so this is what charge is. It's an electrical-like feeling and sensation. And it gives us what's called a load. And the term for that load is charge. Charge means the load of something on a person. So this is emotional charge. And this is emotional research supported to label that charge. And so we have a little bit of a realization process going on. And so then Zox would use shock and betrayal charge with 
the technique and he would do the technique and do the technique and do the technique and do the technique and in a while he'd feel that shock reduce he would feel that feeling and sensation of that betrayal reduce eventually it would fade it doesn't have to take long okay for that to happen but it can depends on the intensity of it well he does the technique, does the technique, does the technique. Pretty soon it reduces. He's feeling it less. He's noticing it's less. And he notices it's starting to fade. And pretty soon it's stopped. He is no longer in shock. He is no longer feeling that feeling of betrayal. And his mood lifts. His emotional level lifts and a certain and when that ends he may still have some other feelings and stuff like that that he'll work on but he feels better he has had a rise in his level of happiness this happens to me every time I do the technique on something including my own episodes of shock and betrayal like with friends or family like with my mother. I guess I felt a little betrayed by my mother and it was a shock to me that she would not stand up for me or support me, okay, to my stepfather. Well, she has to live with him. I don't live with them. I lived with my normal father, with my regular father, with my natural father. And so I could just go away. Well, if I'm in the way, I might as well not be there, right? So that's what happened. Now, I do the technique on that shock, on any of that betrayal, feeling of betrayal and mistrust, not wanting to see my uh, mother again because I can't, I feel I can't trust her even though my, my stepfather died back in like 1994 or something like that it is really hard to overcome even with a technique though I love my mother but from afar I can love my mother from afar I don't have to be there in order to love her okay so I do the technique on that and I feel better my happiness level rises up okay happiness is not lost or gone. It is suppressed. It is like a spring with a plate on it and that plate is called happiness and this got loaded on and this got loaded on and this got loaded on and this negativity and this negativity and this negativity got loaded onto this plate and that spring was pushed down, 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 pushed down. It's depressed by all of this negativity suppressing the happiness. When we pull off some negativity and pull off some negativity and pull off a trauma and pull off a trauma and pull off a negative emotion, pull off a negative emotion, etc., etc., pretty soon that weight is lifted off of the plate and the plate right and the spring pushes the plate back up to the surface. It, it pushes it back up to the top. And this is what is observed happening with the technique. It doesn't matter the source of the shock. It doesn't matter the, the uh, source of the emotions. It can be your emotions, but it's also the emotions of the other person. My 
emotion might be intimidation. I felt intimidated. But it was this person over here, his or her antagonistic uh, emotions toward me, her, his or her antagonism or belligerence or arrogance or whatever towards me. And in putting me down, setting me up, doing this, 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 you know, uh, to humiliate or hurt me or whatever, it intimidated, it was intended to intimidate me and I felt all this intimidation, right? Well, when I do the technique, I do the technique on my, in, my intimidation, my being intimidated, I would do the technique on intimidation charge, okay, because that's what it is, but I would also do the technique on that person, Zox, when he does the technique on Zorlab's antagonism, that's what he uses. That is Zorlab's antagonism, charge. In other words, Zorlab is emotionally charged with antagonism, <laughs> okay? And so he's expressing his antagonism. Expressing an emotion does not get rid of that emotion. It simply gives it to somebody else. But a person can still have it. Because expressing an emotion doesn't necessarily stop or get rid of or reduce the emotional charge. I have had things play and 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 play over decades and decades and decades and decades and not stop even though I am expressing it and I am expressing it and I am expressing it. But with the technique I target that emotion directly as an emotional charge and that episode stops and something in the past in a memory that can stop coming back up. Okay, flashbacks come from a memory. I have PTSD, so I have flashbacks. So this memory is coming back up and I'm being hit with the emotions of that memory. Okay, well, I look at the emotions in of and behind that memory and I do the technique on those and those stop. Whereas merely, exp my, my great aunt was bitter because my <laughs> because my great-uncle betrayed their marriage. And so it was a big shock to her, and she became an extremely embittered and vindictive person. <laughs> okay, So she expressed her bitterness and expressed her bitterness and expressed her bitterness and expressed her bitterness for, 40, for about 40 years, until his, up until his death at 86. I think he was about 46 when that happened. Okay, so for 40 years she gave him hell. Bitterness, 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 bitterness. Every day my father walked in on it one day for two hours. She was absolutely relentless. My father tried to talk to her about giving up resentment and, you know, and forgiveness and this, that, and she says, well, that's fine for you, Larry, but it's not for me. And she kept right on doing that. 
she was stuck in her bitterness. Charge. That was her emotional charge. The shock was so great that no matter how much she expressed it, she could not get rid of it. Expressing emotions does not necessarily stop them or get rid of them or have them run out. She didn't dry up. She, she died at 90. I don't think she ever gave up her bitterness or hate. I think she was, unfortunately, uh, totally consumed by it. It's like fixation, obsession, and compulsive behavior. And she simply could not overcome it. She didn't have a technique to process all of that shock and all of that bitterness. It takes a technique to really get at things. And uh, the talking therapy that uh, I studied back in the 70s uh, got at a lot of emotional charge, but not directly. They got at it through basically the story of it, the, the who, what, when, where, why, and how method and what happened method of uh, getting at things. But they left out, there, there should have been another step, which was what emotions were those? What emotions were involved in that? How did you feel about that? Not just what happened, but how did you feel about that and get those emotions off, although it did work. But it can also take uh, an hour or two hours or so to, to get at some things because you're having to describe the story. You know, tell me what happened. You don't have to do that with this technique. Isn't that amazing? You just target that emotion because that emotion is what's keeping things in place. Those emotions of abuse are what's keeping the abuse in place. And that's why it keeps affecting a person and affecting a person and affecting a person long after that other abusive person may have died or moved off, moved away. A person is still left with all of that emotional charge from all of that emotional dumping physical dumping, uh, 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 physical abuse, emotional abuse, psychological abuse, or whatever. It can even be spiritual abuse. I have a friend on Facebook who, uh, back in the, uh, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the time period is, but probably back in the 60s or 70s or whatever, uh, got into a religious uh, cult type situation and there was spiritual abuse. And so she uses the technique on that, and she feels much better about some things. Not everything is cleared up, but whatever she has worked on, she has gotten benefit from, uh, from doing the technique on it. She has complex PTSD from having a narcissistic from having had a narcissistic mother. She's about the same age as me, about 67, 68. She could not remember anything before age six. She got my technique. She worked a lot on shock. 
there was a there was a very shocking uh, traumatic uh, episode around age six when she got off a lot of shock and 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 a lot of shock and, a lot of shock and wham up comes an age five memory shock has the effect of causing some if not total amnesia about things she could not remember anything before age six before that but she got off a lot of this shock and up comes this age five memory it only took her about two months she had about four or five realizations within two months and uh, then this age five episode came up. Unfortunately, it was not a happy memory. Whatever abuses a person has had, a person can use this technique on to get at shock, to get at that feeling of betrayal, to get at that feeling of mistrust and distrust, to get at the feelings of the stress and any anger and resentment a person might have, any intimidation and fears and uncertainty a person might have gotten from it, any low self-esteem uh, aspects, any shame, blame, guilt, embarrassment, any grief, any hopelessness, helplessness, powerlessness. I was hopeless, helpless, and powerless with my uh, illness. Uh, in 2000, from 2002 to, well, to this day, uh, because of my uh, uh, Graves' disease and lack of thyroid and candida and leaky gut syndrome stuff, uh, I uh, back in 2002, 2004, 2000 to 2007. I was in a state of absolute helplessness, hopelessness, and powerlessness because I just couldn't do anything about it. And, and even though we were doing some things about it, uh, it was slow to take effect. And so after five years of fighting that, uh, I ended up with PTSD. And I still have it. I can still have episodes. But those episodes are very much mitigated and can stop much, much, much sooner with the technique than without. I used to have 20 minute crying fits and a crying fit now stops in about two two minutes with the technique. Two to two to two and a half minutes with the technique. Each time, if not less. So there's a world of benefit here with being able to stop shock and all negative emotions. Stress can be reduced. Stress can stop. I had not been calm for seven years when I discovered the technique and that moment, that first moment of discovery, I was calm after doing the technique and getting and stopping a fit of irritation. I was dead calm. Now I've had other instances where that calm was was lost and gone, but it is something that can be regained time and time and time again because I get off the emotional charge and it stops upsetting me. Would that not be of benefit to somebody who has had 
abuse heaped upon them through no fault or action of their own. I'm going to stop there. Uh, some things got a little bit triggered, and I'm just going to stop there. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope you have found it informative and uh, beneficial. It's a very sensitive subject, I know, but uh, the technique can and does help. So I'm Steve Barham. I'm an 11-year emotional researcher who has PTSD and all of these problems. I do the technique. I don't take meds, and I just do this technique. It's the only thing I do. I'm Happiness Today on Twitter, so you can check me out on Twitter, and I'm also... I have a Facebook page which is Happiness is No Charge and I have several blogs and I will leave links to my blog and uh, even my book. I'm going to write another book. I'm going to write a new book. It is on abuse and how to use the technique. So watch for it, uh, watch for it very, very soon. I don't know exactly when I'll be done with it, but maybe by, the, maybe by Halloween. I don't know maybe by Halloween. So take care, be well, be happy, because happiness is no charge, the lack of negative emotions. Bless you.